0: Hi, this is Barry Khan. I think it's time for our podcast, but I have to check with the boss to make sure. Ollie, is it time for the podcast? Uh. What'd you say? Uh. What'd you say? Uh. Okay, let's do it. This podcast, I'll help you hear what I'm really saying and how I'm really pronouncing a couple of sentences. Here's the first sentence The front of the truck was crushed. The front of the truck was crushed. Now I'll say it at regular speed. The front of the truck was crushed. The front of the truck was crushed. Here it is slow again. The front of the truck was crushed. The front of the truck was crushed. And at speed again. The front of the truck was crushed. The front of the truck was crushed. Now listen to these few words. Front of the. Front of the. When I say that fast, the T is. At the end of front disappears and it becomes fra, frana the frna the front of the becomes frn the. The V sound in of, written with an F but pronounced V, also disappears. So instead of saying front of, I say frna the front front of the. The front of the truck. The front of the truck. Notice all the vowels are the same. The, uh, front, uh, of, uh, the, uh, truck. Front of the truck. Uh, 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 uh. The front of the truck. The front of the truck was crushed. Crushed has the same uh sound. So the only word in the whole sentence that has a vowel other than a schwa, other than a, is was, was. The front of the truck was crushed. The front of the truck was crushed. Okay, now practice saying front of the, front of the. Listen and repeat. Front of the, front of the. Front of the, front of the, front of the, front of the. All right, now let's listen and repeat the whole sentence. Listen and repeat. The front of the truck was crushed. 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 The front of the the truck was crushed. Now I want you to pay attention to the stress in this sentence. Pretend that you don't speak English very well, and someone comes up to you and says, what happened to the truck? What happened to the truck? And you say, front truck crushed. Front truck crushed. It sounds when you speak like this that maybe you're three years old or even younger, but you're getting the important words. Front, truck, crushed. What happened? The front of the truck was crushed. Now listen to how I say it. The front of the truck was crushed. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. The front of the truck was crushed. The front of the truck was Was crushed. My emphasis, my stress is on those three important words. The, yes, grammatically it has to be there, but it doesn't really tell you anything. The front of the truck was crushed. Those three words are the important words. They're telling you what happened. And as long as those three words are clear, Anybody listening to you will probably, especially if the truck is there and they're standing and looking at it, and they say, what the hell happened to the truck? And you say, the front of the truck was crushed. And they would say, yeah, I can see that. How did that happen? And you proceed to tell a story about driving too fast and hitting a tree or a big rock and so forth. But, again, listen to the the stress in the on the words in the sentence. The front of the truck was crushed. The front of the truck was crushed. Da 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 da. The front of the truck was crushed. Okay, let's practice with one more sentence. It has the name Gus G-U-S Gus. Hi Gus. Hi Barry. How you doing, Gus? Doing great. Okay. Here's the sentence. What does Gus want from us? What does Gus want from us? What does Gus want from us? Okay, that was slow. Now let's do it fast. What does Gus want from us? What does Gus want from us? Let's start at the beginning. Notice that the T sound, what, when it's spoken quickly, the T disappears. What does goes right into a D. What does gus? What does gus want from us? And notice the from us actually is more like fra mus. Fra mus. What does gus want from us? What does gus want from us? Want. From us, want from us. The T in want is barely pronounced. What does Gus want from us? What does Gus want from us? If you left it out completely, it would probably sound the same. What does Gus want, want from us? want from us, want from us, want, want from us. In my speech, I think the T is there, but it's very quick. What does Gus want from us? What does Gus want from us? Okay, listen and repeat. What does Gus want from us? 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 us? What does Gus want from us? What does Gus want from us? What does Gus want from us? One more thing to think about. If you had the sentence, What is Gus doing? What is Gus doing? If I pronounce it fast, it almost sounds the same as what does. The only difference is the vowel sound. What is, what is, what is, what is Gus doing? What is Gus doing? What is Gus doing? What does Gus want from us? So with is, you have the i vowel sound, i. What is, what is Gus doing? What is Gus doing? With does, you have the uh sound, duh, does. What does Gus want? What does Gus want from us? So with is, what is? With does, what does? It's a small difference, i and uh. If I were learning a new language, the first thing I would want to do would be to master the sounds of the language. And the way I would do that would be to find or hire, if necessary, a native speaker and have that person record for me some short examples of speech. It could be proverbs, it could be simple sentences. It really doesn't matter. I don't even have to understand it but I wanna hear the sounds. And I need short bits that I can play as a loop, and I'll come back to that in a minute, so that I can listen to the same utterance, the same sentence 50 times, 100 times, 1,000 times, until I really have it memorized. I would wanna listen to it slowly, and also at normal speed. And then when I was confident that I was hearing the sounds accurately, I would try to start repeating. And when I was reasonably confident that I was reproducing the sounds, making the sounds correctly, then I would go back to my native speaker and I would say, okay, Listen to me say this and help me improve it. Tell me what I'm doing incorrectly. Am I making an E sound when I want an E sound? Am I making an U sound when I want an O sound? Tell me what it is. And then I would practice some more. And eventually, after a few days, after a week, the native speaker would say, okay, that sounds really like a native speaker. And I would continue doing that until I knew that I had practiced all the sounds of my new language. If I had unlimited free time so that I could practice four, five, six hours a day, I don't think for most languages it would take more than A couple of months, perhaps, to get all the sounds accurate. And then I would go ahead and start learning the language, all the normal utterances of a language. Hello, how are you? How do I count to 10? Where are you from? What's your name? My name is. This is my hand. This is a book. This is a car. Just acquire vocabulary, learn how to say things. But by doing the pronunciation first, I would be confident that as I learn things, native speakers would understand me. And also that I would understand them as I learned vocabulary and grammar. Because if you pronounce things wrong, it's an immediate roadblock. It's an immediate source of confusion. Um, in a tandem party last night a young man from mexico gave an example of i think he was in the united states and he ordered uh he was trying to order syrup but he didn't know how to pronounce the word so he asked the waitress for syrop and she said i don't i don't understand what you want and he said i'd like to have some syrup, please and again, she said she didn't understand. And after a few more tries, he thought, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. And he changed the pronunciation and said, I, I want some syrup. And she said, oh, syrup, of course, no problem. I'll get you some syrup. So that's what happens when words are pronounced incorrectly. There are, of course, other things that can go wrong. but. Even if your grammar is not very good and your vocabulary isn't great, if your pronunciation is accurate, it really, really helps. Okay, let me add one more thing. If you can get a native speaker to record utterances for you, let's say proverbs or a proverb, if they can record it for you and send it to you as an mp3 file and you use telegram telegram treats mp3 files as music and it gives you the option to play it as a loop so let's say some let's pretend i'm studying english and somebody sends me better safe than sorry okay that's a proverb better safe than sorry And they send that to me as an MP3, then I can play it in Telegram and set it to loop, and it will repeat until I stop it. So it will say, better safe than sorry, better safe than sorry, better safe than sorry. It'll play it for an hour if you want. It'll play it all day. Um, And that's a great way to really listen and to really learn correct pronunciation. That's all for this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Stay well, stay safe, and above all, keep listening.